sat in his favourite chair in the sitting-room. At his feet were the two rucksacks Jenny and Andrew had packed for their trip to the seaside. Mum came through the door, holding an old straw hat. "'It's going to be very hot today, Grandad,' she said. "'You'd better take a hat.' Gramps, who was a little bit deaf, said, "'Somebody's baked the cat.' "'You need to take a hat,' said Mum. "'shaking the hat in front of him. "'No hat,' said Grandad. "'Is it time to go yet?' "'Not long now. "'The children are nearly ready. "'I don't know. "'They were awake at the crack of dawn, "'and they're still late. "'You could have had an extra half-hour in bed, Grandad. <laughs> "'You need your beauty sleep, don't you?' she joked. "'What's that about bleating sheep?' asked Grandad, mishearing again. "'Beauty sleep, not bleating sheep?' said Mum. Oh, yes, you could do with some beauty sleep, said Grandad. You're not as young as you were. Cheeky thing, said Mum. You're the one who needs beauty sleep. Just then, Jenny came rushing through the door. Mum, I can't find my red spade. Don't worry, Jen. I packed it in your rucksack last night, said Mum. Thanks, Mum. Andrew came through the door looking rather worried. Have you remembered to pack my swimming trunks, Mum? he asked. Of course, they're at the bottom of your rucksack. Oh, thanks, Mum, you're the best. Just then, Dad came through the door wearing a silly peaked hat. Calling all holidaymakers, your taxi awaits, he said, and he saluted. You look very silly in that hat, Dad, said Jenny. I'm not driving to the station with you looking like that, said Andrew. Some of my friends might see me. So Dad took it off. It's a pity Mum and I can't come, but Gramps will do the trick. Who's feeling sick? asked Gramps. Nobody's feeling sick, I said. You would do the trick. I don't know any magic tricks, said Gramps. And he's supposed to be looking after us? asked Andrew under his breath. Don't worry, Gramps. You don't have to do any magic tricks. Just ring us when you get there. They packed the rucksacks into the car and set off for the railway station in plenty of time to catch the train to the seaside.
Before too long, the children and Grandad were on the beach, Grandad sitting on a brightly coloured deck chair he had hired, and the children digging away in the sand. This is great, said Jenny. Can we bury you? Not just yet, said Gramps. I've still got a few more years to live, I hope. In the sand, Gramps. Dad lets us bury him in the sand. We'll leave his head sticking out. Oh, that's useful, said Gramps. He watched the children with their buckets and spades. I like your sandcastles, he said. I'm going for a paddle, Gramps. Are you coming? said Andrew. No, it's not me humming. Must be those people along the beach. Gramps, would you like to come into the sea? Now that's a good idea, Jenny. Yes, I would like a cup of tea. Now where's the flask? Tell you what, why don't you two go into the sea? Andrew looked at Jenny and said quietly, Now, why didn't we think of that? They headed off down to the water as Gramps looked on. back from their swim, they were dying to tell Grandad all about it. Jenny said, I went underwater, Gramps, and when I opened my eyes, I saw a crab. That's nothing, said Andrew. I saw a shark. Did not, said Jenny. There are no sharks here. Andrew asked Grandad if there were any sharks around here. Sorry, Andrew, I don't know any parks around here. I thought you were happy on the beach. Andrew said, Sharks, not parks. 
"'Well, there aren't any sharks, so there,' said Jenny. "'When I was your age, I used to explore underwater. "'There's lots to see. Why don't you two do that?' said Grandad. Jenny looked at Andrew. "'Why didn't we think of that?' she said. "'Come on, Jen, let's go and find some more sharks,' said Andrew, "'as he ran off down to the sea.'" Under water, deep down, deep down Under water, down the deep blue sea If you find a crab, here's one thing find any sharks of course but they did find another crab and a beautiful little starfish but by now time was getting on and there was just time to go to the fun fair further along the prom this fun fair is fantastic gramps said andrew you don't see it very often these days but there was a man leaning on a long pole with a wooden mallet on the end he was standing near a machine which if you hit the big button right at the bottom as hard as you could with the mallet, you might be able to ring the bell right at the top. It showed how strong you were. Roll up, roll up, said the man with the mallet. Test your strength and ring the bell. Jenny said, Go on, Gramps, have a go. We have to go, but we've only just got here, said Grandad. No, Gramps, have a go with the hammer and see if you can ring the bell. Go on, Grandad, you might win me a teddy bear, said Jenny. I think my strong days have long gone, said Grandad, but there's a stall over there selling teddies. Let's go and have a look. Andrew wasn't too keen on teddy bears. If you're going to look at the teddy bears, I'll have a go on the ghost train over there, he said.
I bet that ghost train was a bit scary, said Jenny. Wouldn't catch me on one of those. I went on one once when I was a little un, said Grandad. All those bones, bats, spiders and cobwebs, not to mention the scary noises. Well, don't mention them then, said Jenny, as a shiver ran down her back. You're both a couple of wimps. I thought it was really, really great, said Andrew. You're right, Andrew. It really is really, really late. We must think about catching that last train home now. Yes, time had flown. It always does when you're enjoying yourself. They had had a really terrific day out, but all good things must come to an end, or so they say. But there was another exciting train journey home still to come. Thank you.